Hi, I'm Eliana Yolcut. And I'm Tova Lipovic Douglas. We are two rabbis and two mothers here to talk finding wisdom in work, parenthood, smashing the patriarchy, and the juggle of the everyday. The Torah we carry in our pockets at home and in the world. Welcome to Not Your Jewish Mother. Hello, hello, and welcome to Not Your Jewish Mother. We are here to explore what it means to be rabbis, mothers, women, female-identified folks, sharing the wisdom of Torah and our spiritual tradition, our everyday lives as parents and humans, doing it together, digging deeply into these murky waters of a dynamic, ever-changing world. We're here with this brand new podcast, and we're calling it Not Your Jewish Mother. I'm Tova Lubavik Douglas, and I am excited and eager to introduce my colleague, my dear friend and podcast partner. This is Rabbi Eliana Yolkut, who is really basically the best of the best. Honestly, I feel so lucky, guys, that I get to <laughs> that I get to work with her. Um, Eliana actually is a sister of one of my dear friends and colleagues from rabbinical school. And when I learned that she was his sister, I really was so excited that he was my friend because that meant that I would get to meet her. Eliana is an individual who walks in the world with integrity in every every aspect of her life. When she's parenting, when she's teaching, when she's rabbying, she does so from a deep place of knowingness, of knowing who she is, knowing the values of the Jewish tradition that matter to her. And um, she really has inspired me and so many other rabbis to work in a way that works really well for us. Eliana is located in Washington, D.C., and she works as a rabbi. She's a thinker and a writer, and it's just a delight to be here with her and to introduce our brand new podcast. Thank you so much. That was so lovely. What a great boost to one's self-confidence <laughs> to hear somebody talk about them like that. That's why we do this, right? Like yes, just to like yes. get the boost. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's so much better than I could have done. So I appreciate that. And as Tova said, I'm Eliana and I'm so delighted to introduce you to Tova Leibovic Douglas. I like that idea of a partner, a partner in podcasting, um, who is my dear friend and colleague who lives and works in Los Angeles. Tova is a rabbi, a spiritual mentor and guide, a wife and a mother. Her mission is to inspire and empower human beings to flourish in their lives. And I want to highlight the two things that I think you should know about her that make her so such an incredible rabbi, person, and friend. One is her unique and fascinating voice and perspective in the world of spiritual leadership. The lens through which she sees the world will offer you something new and surprising, something insightful and kind. And she has a deep, keen awareness of what's happening in front of her and going around, going on for people. She is the kind of friend and life guide that really we all need by her side. Let's be honest. She's empathic. Uh, she accepts you for who you are and where you are on your journey. And maybe the best thing about Tova is that she will laugh with you. Uh, <laughs> she does not take herself or you too seriously. And I'm really proud to be partnering with Tova on this new endeavor of our podcast, Not Your Jewish Mother. And today we're just sharing like a, a taste 
a snippet of our work together and what we're hoping to bring into the world uh, on this podcast journey and launching uh, with this trailer. The podcast is going to come to you weekly on Thursdays, beginning April 8th, and it's going to have three parts. Part one, we're going to share stories of our lives as moms, as women, as humans in the everyday, something that made us think or wonder. Uh, we're going to, second section is going to be a deep dive. We're going to take a topic that, or we're going to read an article and talk about it, something that really triggered something for us in a meaningful way. Uh, and we're going to talk about the content of that, that reflect our values and things that we care about. And part number three, we're going to conclude with a little bit of wisdom. I like to call it a pocket of Torah from our tradition. And today is the beginning of that journey in a formal way. Yay. Thank you for explaining all that. You're so good at that. So today, just to give you a little little taste, as Eliana just said, we're going to talk a little bit about Passover because I know you're thinking about it. We know you're thinking about it. I mean, you're probably cleaning and schlepping and doing and all the things, or maybe you're not. And that's cool too. We're good with that too. But I wanted to talk about the orange on the Seder plate because that's something that we do in my family. I'm curious, Eliana. Are you going to have an orange on your Seder plate this year? As my kids would say, thumbs down. We do not have an orange on our Seder plate. Oh, your kids do thumbs up, thumbs down, thumbs yeah. medium? My oh, kids yeah. do. Yes, yes, totally. Okay. okay, great. Okay, good. Well, orange on the Seder plate. What is this like wild invention, if you don't know? Basically, there was this guy, a rabbi. Um, I'm sure he had lots of good things in the world happening. But this one moment, he basically said, women rabbis will actually exist as soon as there is an orange on the Seder plate. To which many of us think, goodness, thank God, there are many of us that do exist now. And so we nod as folks that have been marginalized for a long time, anyone that has been marginalized for a long time has sort of uh, taken this on and and put a orange on our Seder plate with a nod to, yes, here we are. We see ourselves. We are here and we are here to stay. So uh, my family does this tradition and yours doesn't. And I would love to hear a little bit more of why. I think as you probably know, but maybe our listeners don't, uh, I am 100% in favor of opening the tent, broadening who we include at our tables, literally and figuratively. And I I support the idea of like finding spaces and actually like forget finding, like creating spaces intentionally for including the marginalized folks, whether they be women or female identifying, gay, transgender, lesbian, like queer, whatever uh, community has been marginalized, wanting to bring them to the to the to the Jewish community as an essential element. But the orange feels like so random to me. It doesn't feel like it has any real content. It's like a throw to somebody who said something really awful, you know, number of decades ago. Whereas, like, if I was going to, if I do, and when I do, which I definitely do, want to include marginalized voices. Let's say for women, the idea of all the women that sat and worked so hard in the Book of Exodus the midwives, Shifra and Puah, the daughter of Pharaoh, Yocheved, like all these women who did all this hard, incredible work to bring the Israelites from this narrow place to freedom. I would want to teach about like a text about them. I don't, I don't need an orange to do that. I can just, I can bring them directly in with like deep level of content. And for me, that just feels frankly, like much more compelling than just putting an orange on the Seder plate. Though I of course understand like putting an orange on the Seder plate is quintessential Passover. It's like you ask the question, why is an orange on the Seder plate? And then of (laughs) course you get into a conversation. So I totally hear it and understand it. It's just not the method that I would, the pathway that I would choose to include folks from a marginalized community. Does that make sense? Yeah, it totally makes sense. And I, and I love it. I love, this is why I love you, right? Like, like I said, folks, she like walks with extreme integrity and like really thinks about the things 
that she does as a rabbi, as a person, as a mom, all the things. And um, for me, it's a both and. I'm with you, but I but I love that orange. It makes me feel it's like a bright spot. It's kind of like a smash the patriarchy, like a na- a nod to it, and and that makes me feel good. But more to come on these topics that will be emerging hopefully very very soon when we release our podcast in full. Yes. Yeah, so, folks, this is what you're going to get: rabbis, women, mothers talking, not always knowing when to stop. We are rabbis after all. Um, but each week, we're hopefully going to give you a chance to to think and to wonder, to process with us and to notice the world around you more intentionally and to hopefully laugh a lot. We hope there'll be a lot of laughter too, a lot of joy in this for us, and we hope that there'll be joy in it for you as well. Um, we want to bring creative energy and compassion. We want to bring grace for ourselves and for others. And we believe that by doing this, we can be a voice for a better world for our children and for everybody around us. And there's more to come. Don't forget to find this podcast wherever you get your podcast beginning April 8th. And Tova, tell them where they can find you. Absolutely. Um, you can find me at Rabbi Tova on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And you could find Eliana. Maybe. Maybe on Facebook. She might accept your friend request. So <laughs> we're working on it. But for now, thank you for being here. We're excited to do this. And um, we're wishing you a week full of hope courage, and love.